You're listening to SBS News. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has openly rejected long-supported plans for a future Palestinian state. Israel's allies, including the United States and many of its critics, have long called for a two-state solution in which a future Palestinian state coexists with Israel. The United States has urged Israel to scale back its offensive, but Mr. Netanyahu insists that all territory west of the Jordan River must be under Israel's security control, and he's vowed to press on with the offensive in Gaza until complete victory. In any future arrangement, settlement or no settlement, Israel needs security control over all territory west of the Jordan. This is a necessary condition and it collides with the idea of sovereignty. What can you do? I tell this truth to our American friends and I also stop the attempt to impose a reality on us that would harm Israel's security. The Prime Minister needs to be capable of saying no to our friends, saying no when necessary, and saying yes when possible. The United States has responded, saying the government is committed to a two-state solution in which Israel does not reoccupy Gaza after the war. U.S. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller says establishing a Palestinian state should be part of Israel's post-war plans. We do believe that this conflict, as all conflicts do, will end at some point and that there needs to be a political path forward for the establishment of a Palestinian state. That is the only way not just to answer the legitimate hope, dreams, aspirations of the Palestinian people, but it is also, and this is critical, the only way to provide lasting security for the Israeli people. So um, we will continue to reiterate to the leadership of Israel, the government of Israel, and to the people of Israel. There is no way to solve their long-term challenges, to provide lasting security, and there is no way to to solve the short-term challenges of rebuilding Gaza and establishing governance in Gaza and providing security for Gaza without the establishment of a Palestinian state. Meanwhile, Israeli attacks have continued in Gaza, with strikes now nearing Nasser Hospital, the region's biggest functioning hospital. Under attack is Khan Yunis, a city sheltering hundreds of thousands of people who fled the north earlier in the war. The Israeli military says a brigade in the city has eliminated dozens of terrorists in close quarters combat with the assistance of tanks and air support. One displaced Palestinian eyewitness, Jehed Abdel Ati, describes the relentless attacks, which Palestinians say even unearthed a very old cemetery in the area. I was surprised last night with the amount of rockets and shells that hit us. It was massive, really massive. We were surprised because the tanks next to us kept firing, and there were planes and rockets around the place too. Look at the graves. They unearthed them, and the houses over there, people fled. Israeli officials accuse Hamas fighters of operating from Nasser Hospital, which staff deny. Meanwhile, medicine has entered the Gaza Strip after Qatar and France worked out a deal between Israel and Hamas. Stefan Dujaric, speaking for the United Nations Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, applauds the deal, but he says the aid is insufficient. The entry of these critical supplies and humanitarian aid to Gaza is encouraging. However, much more aid needs to come in to the Gaza Strip. Uh, he commends the state of Qatar and France for all their efforts. The Secretary General also reiterates his appeal for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire 
and he also reiterates his call for the immediate and unconditional release of hostages and for their humane treatment. Foreign Minister Penny Wong's visit to the Middle East has continued with a visit to the West Bank. Ms. Wong used her visit to reiterate a call for a ceasefire. Uh, we have called for the immediate and unconditional release of hostages. We have spoken about a pathway to peace. Uh, we have spoken about the importance of a humanitarian ceasefire, which uh, obviously cannot be one-sided, and that we want to see steps towards a sustainable ceasefire. I've spoken about Australia's concerns. Australia is a friend of Israel's. Uh, We are also uh, a friend of the Palestinian people. Uh, We are, Australians are increasingly concerned about the civilian toll and are increasingly concerned about the urgent need for humanitarian access. Almost 25,000 Palestinians have been killed and 85% of the Gaza Strip's population has been displaced due to the escalation of unrest in the Middle East since October 7. Omar Bello, SBS News.